Hello there. This is an incoming transmission from the Outer Rim Beacon. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? You have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy far, far away. Uh, my name is Justin. I'm one of the hosts of the show. I tell you what, man, I leave Josh and Kyle to run this thing for like a week, and it's run like if you loaned like. a car out and it came back with like scratches and dents all over it, and you're like, what happened to my car? That's hey. kind of what I feel like right now. <laughs> I'm just, we might I'm have just adjusted kidding. the mirrors a little bit. That's <laughs> all. Uh, th- this is Kyle and <laughs> yeah, no, you guys, uh, guys were great. Uh, this is Kyle and Josh is not here today, sadly. Um, but we're just going to try to hold it down without him. He's in our hearts, yeah. on our minds. <laughs> hey, you know, it is, it is, it is springtime. Um, it's, it's just a busy time right now. There's a lot going on. Um, you know, just gas prices are so high that Paz Vizsla can't even fuel his jet pack. It's <laughs> a rough time. Oh, wrong episode. Um, I got to yeah, save what, that joke for the other episode. <laughs> Tune into our other episode to talk about the Mandalorian. This is Bad Batch. Here, let me let me chase down something that has an endless fuel <laughs> source with something that has a limited fuel source. Oh, yes, pretty much. But yeah, no, we're going to we're going to dive into Bad Batch in this episode and then yes, double double episode drops. All during the time of the rest of Bad Batch this and week Mando. and one more next week, right? Is next week a double uh, double finale for? Or am yeah, I? Or am I episode early? Episode fifteen and sixteen, a two parter. I think, I think so. they're on the same day. See, we need Josh on the Google machine here. I know Look, he's we're the fact checker. Him. I'm just gonna say things and not even care if it's true. <laughs> no, no we're, yeah. we don't have any facts or truth behind it. We're just going to throw it out there. <laughs> Scoopers, if you will. We're just yeah. going to put it out there in the ether. Um, yeah, it's a, I, I believe, believe it's it, a two-part, for though, for sure. Worth. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so another double episode drop next week um, to cover Bad Batch and Mando. I've been enjoying it. I love talking. Uh, I love when I get more Star Wars crammed in my week. You know what I mean? Like, Give me all the Star Wars that you've got. I actually did I Google it take in it. Josh's memory. And he's not dead or anything. He's just <laughs> no, busy no, no. tonight. <laughs> um, and the 29th next week, uh, well, this week, is uh, the two-part season finale of The Bad Batch Season 2. The Summit and Plan 99, respectively. Nice. So we're gonna have a lot to talk about next week. Um, not that there's not a lot to talk about this week in Bad Batch because there is. Um, but before we dive into it, let's get into a little bit of news and notes, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We are now two. That's the breaking news. We're like two weeks away from Star Wars Celebration Europe. I know. <laughs> um, we're jealous of all you lovely people yeah. that get to go to Star Wars Celebration. I know have there's fun, a people I here guess. from. <laughs> There's a couple people here from 501st Ohio that are going to be going. Uh, super jealous of them. Um, another gentleman that I kind of spoke with and met um, for picking some things up at Celebration messaged me and asked if I was going to be there. I said, no, not, you know, if it was, if it had been a little bit further out, maybe, but like it was just such a quick turnaround and a lot of money. I was like, I can't Same do this time. that fast. So 
Yeah. So, and now it seems like I'm going to be waiting even longer. Oh, if I don't want to hear it, Justin. Accurate, so until celebration, until hey. they announce the date, it's like no body, no death. I'm not believing it until they say it's true. <laughs> hey, I'm thinking positive thoughts though. Um, you know, we're going to find out in about two weeks for sure. I would hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I, I hope they uh, So fingers the crossed, positive vibes. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. Um, but oh, God forbid 2026. Oh, <sighs> Ooh, okay. it could it terrible. could be worse than 2025 i don't even consider that this is true All right. <laughs> yeah positive we'll vibes good thoughts. let's hope for the best yeah um but we are getting lots of news and notes coming out of celebration fast and furious panel selection's been open i believe emails actually for um those uh, lotteries are already going out. So check your emails to see if you got in. Um, that is one of the coolest feelings, um, you know, oh, in like the Christmas world when morning, you wanted man. to get into that. Pa- oh yeah. Actually it's like, like if you wanted to get in. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so be on the lookout for those. It's also crushing too. If you don't get into any of oh, them. Yeah. And I, there are people that were like that, that at celebration that. Anaheim. I know, I know. Hopefully everybody gets into at least one. uh, Our crews had good luck. We've pretty much always been able to get into everything, right? The the last few we've gone to. See, now we've we've turned off a bunch of listeners. In 2026, (laughs) 2026. we're going to get zero panels, zero exclusives. We're not going to get into the the and or experience or whatever they (laughs) have there. Yeah. You get nothing, yeah, nothing yeah, now. Know. Thanks, Kyle. Really appreciate it. it. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, but we, we are getting pin announcements. Um, lots Pretty of cool. the exclusive pins yeah. that are sold at the vendors have come out. Um, there's there. a Yoda pin, Wicked Brick booth. I don't know. Did you guys go over these last week at all? Or No, I don't, I don't think so. This is your okay. Um, there's a Young Luke at Rhino Shield booth, Zuckus. There's three actually at um, Fig Pin. There's a, a Zuckus, a Vader, and a Boba Fett, which are very limited Boba quantities on those. Those are at Figpin. Yeah, at Figpin. Oh, okay. He's, he's there. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fennec at Atomic Mass. There's a Kersantin and a Sabine at Pins on Fire. Ooh, pins on um, Fire, two of my personal faves. Love that. There was a, oh, I forget. I forgot where they were, though. There's two others. There is a Baby Ahsoka mm-hmm. pin. Saw that. Um, and if somebody wants to pick one of those up for me, I would greatly appreciate it. Obviously, I will pay for it, but I just can't get there to get it. Um, and then there is a chopper pin. And I, I can't remember the booth that those two are at, but um, they, they look good. I actually kind of like the style of the pins is grown on me a little bit more since they've released more of you them. You know, uh, we are but, chopper fans around here. Um, it looks like... Baby Ahsoka is Heroes and Villains exclusive. Mm. Chopper is... Oh, I don't recognize that logo. Someone tell me what the pin sponsor Uh is. Uh, Forbidden Planet. There we go. Oh, okay. Okay, there you go. Um, I've got your back in, in, uh, in Josh's absence. I'm on the Googles. Nice. If uh, somebody wants to grab some pins for any one of us, we would greatly appreciate it. You don't have to by any means, but um, yeah, I don't know the style. I wasn't sold on at first, and then as they've kind of rolled more of these out, caricature style, cartoonish faces, uh, which is funny to say because I'm like looking at a cartoon character, but it is like an overly stylized (laughs) kind of animated faces. But they're cool. I, I like them a little better than the Chicago ones. 
Yes. Yes. Agreed. Uh, we weren't it's a, impressed it's by a cartoon this. character yeah. of a cartoon character. Yeah. Right. <laughs> How many times can um, you cartoonify it? You're right. Uh, we did get some new Mandomania stuff last week. There was a vintage collection Cad Bane from Book of Boba Fett. I did order that one because that was super cool. And then there was also a Black Series Luke and Grogu build pack. Uh, I did not order that because that is like super expensive and no window. So I know I'm no sick thanks. of it. I'm not. I, I I'm think not I'm done it. with the Black Series at if this point. If you can't point. see it, um, I don't want it. Yeah, like, because we're in the uh, inbox collectors. It, what you know? We've been down this mm-hmm. road. Whatever. <laughs> I'm upset. Now, if you've got the little slidey out things, I'm okay I with can that. Live with it. Like, you know, they'll slide outside. Still doesn't but, look yeah. as good on the shelf to me. It's a. I want a clear window, but um, and and don't give me the green thing because there are plant based plastics now. True. Very true. There is um. There also the a little bit of news out of Hasbro the oh, cufflinks. the Star Wars Celebration exclusive oh do we get cufflinks too uh, no, Mandomania though they released um who's who's releasing these uh it doesn't even say but Grogu cufflinks they're kind of cool nice if you if you want to be I like had to wear cufflinks oh, there's for quite a, quite a, a few different so. styles of them looks like this is on Nordstrom dot com. Look at Nordstrom getting in on the Mando Mania game. <laughs> I was going to say those are probably only about two hundred dollar cufflinks. Fifty. Uh, am I close? Fifty. Oh, uh, okay. I, well, that's for the that's for the myth, um, Mythosaur ones. To be fair, I'm not actually seeing the Grogu ones. Mm, gotcha. Um, they're diamond encrusted, huh, and yeah, those are three seven hundred dollars. <laughs> the Millennium Falcons with the Rebel logo back. Those are going to run you a cool one sixty five, though. Ooh. yeah, pricey. I don't even own. Yeah, a sh- I don't even own a shirt uh, that requires that requires cufflinks. Actually, so <laughs> not really a necessity. Nice. Okay. Um, we did also get a little bit of news from Hasbro on the celebration exclusive. This came out via news release. I'm going to poo poo um, this too. Here were, we go. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, they were only the exclusive apparently is not going to be at celebration Europe. You can only pick up a coupon with the QR code, which will basically allow you to purchase it um, early. Uh, well, let, let me, let me say this to be fair. It will allow you to purchase it because you have the QR code. It'll allow you what to they did order at, it online. Chicago or in uh, Anaheim. Yeah. in in Anaheim, they let you pick up the coupon. You could buy it. You ordered it and you were done. But then they released it to the general public later on. So again, it's not necessarily. And that was the John. That was the John Favreau Paz, right? Yep. I'm pretty sure it was the Paz Vizsla. So it you and you got everybody got it at the same time later. So to me, it's not necessarily a con exclusive when you're no. that, and that was just one opening of the it up to everybody. But is getting to go home with all your stuff that you picked up there and like. At the end of the day, we all looked at what everybody picked up and who got what, and um, and they were really, as collectors in the community, they were coveted pieces because they were truly exclusive. You had to be there to get yeah. them, and I, this is how you know we mean it, because we are not going to <laughs> Europe, and this is lame. 
Pay, it is. Make yeah. some figures, take them with you, sell them at the con, period. That's it. T- sell them till they're gone. That's the only place you can get them. Yep. That's why I kind of liked the uh, the Luke that was on that holographic card back from, what was that, Orlando? I think yeah. Celebration Orlando in 2017. Um, that's the you know six-inch figure on that beautiful mm-hmm. card back. That thing is still pretty close to like $200 on a secondary market because the only place that you could get it was celebration orlando it wasn't i thought a, the chicago um six inch black series on the card back obi-wan and and darth maul were really cool too mm-hmm. I, and yep. it, it's just yep. so fun to get them there and know you have yeah. such a limited thing you got it like it's right. it goes in the merch hall that we all take <sighs> pictures know. of at the end of the day I like know. this is what i scored add this yeah, to the, the list of grievances <laughs> with hasbro right now I know, I know. I'm um, ruining our well, chances at a sponsorship, of, uh, but geez, oh, please. <laughs> I will say this, though. A very cool non-Hasbro item that just rolled out today is the new Dio droid on Shop Disney. Now, this thing is $109, and it is not a Droid Depot droid. It is packaged different. Um, D, uh, D, not Dio. I'm sorry. I said Dio, didn't I? You did. <laughs> What's, um, I did. It's not Dio. It's, um, BD. Sorry. I was like, I couldn't think of, I was like, wait a minute. It's not Dio. I wrote Dio BD in my one. notes and that's what I said. BD one. Um, it's a BD one droid. Uh, he's, you know, tiny with his little legs. He's yellow. I don't know why he's yellow. Um, someone's going to get that joke. You know, there. Jedi fallen, okay. Jedi fallen order. He is not yellow, but, um, he had different skins this though, on, didn't he? Couldn't you change his, his, uh, appearance? Maybe yellow was one so. of them. I don't know. I you could change I, I your poncho. I have so. no idea what well, God knows you could change that <laughs> poncho. Good Lord. Don't get, um, Justin, see, but it's pretty here's cool. the thing. When it's just me and Josh, we talk about silly things and then make jokes at your expense sometimes because you're not here. And <laughs> you, for some reason, want to like poke at all the things you know are going to get me <laughs> riled up. <laughs> yes, they wear ponchos, and that was the it's only like the thing you could wear in that whole game. It was kind of lame. I like this droid, though. You could change your lightsaber a little bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's cool, right? Yeah, like he's... it, and, and I don't know... How it works. Like the remote is very similar to the Droid Depot remote. He does um, look like if you fit in, if you had kids with like, um, those like dump trucks and, and front loader like toys, it would like match all that construction stuff. He's like he a could cat, fit right in there. Yeah. Construction equipment. He'd put a yeah. little hard hat um, on him. He could be the foreman or something. It'd be really, really fun. I like it. Yeah. 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 But a uh, super cool droid. It's got a um, functioning shop light. Disney now. Yeah. Yeah, it's in like the back of his head and then like the one in the front too. Um, I'm not sure how the legs work. Like, does he actually like walk or does he like roll on like wheels underneath the feet? Hmm. I'm assuming he walks, which is pretty cool. I mean, he has knees, but I've not, like I've not seen walk. any video of this thing. I don't know. I know. And it doesn't really, it know. doesn't really say much about it. I'm looking at it online here. Yeah. No, 199 so Go check it out. Can be yours. Go check it out. Pretty dope. Um, that was about it for news notes this week. Um, we're just super jealous of all the people getting to go to Star yeah. Wars Celebration. That's mm, all right. We'll, we'll hit it up in 2024. I'm just putting the vibe out there now. Yeah, 2024. 2024. Let's 2024. make it happen. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's dive 
All right. Bad Batch, season two, episode 14, titled Tipping Point. Directors were Brad Rao and Saul Ruiz. Writers Dave Filoni, Jennifer Corbett. Cast consisted of Bad Batch and Omega, along with some of the, the previous people we've seen this season. Captain Pierce was played by Ben Diskin. Dr. Creepy Royce Hem- Hemlock by Jimmy Simpson. Not, also not my Doctors. favorite name. Dr. Hemlock, it's a little on the nose for me, but okay, go on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Dr. Scadler, played by Helen Sadler, uh, Emery Carr, Keisha Castle Hughes. We had a return of an animated character in this episode, Governor Tarkin, played by Stephen Stanton. Uh, Senator Tucci. Couldn't see his thick thighs. Tucci is back. That was a little disappointing. It was just no the thick bust. thighs, Tarkin. No thick thighs, Tarkin. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a callback to yeah. a much much older <laughs> episode. But yes, um, Senator Chuchi, Jennifer Hale. Love to and see We did her get a couple. Yep. We did get a couple new clones, Fireball and Nemec, and not new clones, Gregor. Heck Hauser, yeah! You Tech love to Hauser. see it. Yes, uh, Gregor's in there. Uh, not completely crazy yet. No, no. Um, no. And Maybe Hauser we'll get to see what uh, loosens that last screw there. He still he seems pretty mind flayer from Mando. Yeah, he still seems something. pretty cool right now. Yeah, yeah, he was he was like sane and like normal. So, um, and I'm gonna apologize ahead of time, folks. I had a very busy weekend. I had to work all weekend. Um, as you can hear a little bit, I've lost a little bit of my voice. But um, no, I, I didn't get, have time to get some audio. Uh, I normally love at least having a couple clips of audio to include in this. There were some great sections of dialogue in this episode, I think, between um, Hemlock and uh, and Tarkin. There was some great dialogue with the Bad Batch in their discovery of what uh, of of the what do I want to say distress signal that yeah, Crosshair, Crosshair sent and, out and and him being detained, like which was like kind of their yes, they got a kind of really abbreviated communication from him, but they discovered that he was in a detention center being held as a captive of the empire. Um, which I think this is, this is finally coming to like a really interesting head here with, with crosshair. Um, this was a good episode Uh, in a, in a season Mm -hmm. that we, have not been impressed by week by week, you know, that's been really some real highs and some pretty low lows in my opinion. Um, this one was, mm-hmm. was good. Definitely in the top half. Um, and I'm liking where crosshair is going and, um, we're seeing, mm-hmm. I think like, the lead up to what's going to be the bad, the original bad batch back together at the end of this. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, when a couple of weeks ago when Josh and I were on and it was, um, the episode with, um, crosshair and mayday and he's at the outpost that this episode is one. titled tipping point. Um, but I, I think that was really the tipping point for crosshair. Um, and I, I think Josh and I talked a little bit about that on the episode. Like he changed, he yeah. changed in that episode right there. And this was kind of interesting because is this, you know, when we talk about a tipping point, is this really maybe the tipping point for the bad batch and like going, all right, we know crosshair was still with the empire. This is clearly um, something or some way he's reaching out. We haven't heard from him in a while. 
is this the tipping point real in reality for the bad batch to go back and try to pull crosshair out one more time. And to me, that's kind of how I viewed the episode, but um, he did also learn and, that it's not just, um, the bad batch that hemlock is hmm. looking for. It is specifically Omega. And, um, I don't think he really appreciated that either necessarily. They're all kind of like protective of her. I think even crosshair to an extent. Agreed. And nobody, Agreed. nobody think- likes, you know, messing with kids. So, uh, no, I think no. it's really easy for that to, you know, put somebody off. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I think that's tipping point can be taken a number of different ways in this episode. And you're right. I think that's it. And like, you know, maybe for, uh, hemlock, his tipping point is like, okay, I've tried to ask you very nicely where this kid is now. I'm really going to like go to that dark side. And he doesn't strike me as a guy who like really hates the idea of torture, you know, no. <laughs> my knee jerk <laughs> reaction a little is bit that he's much. potentially a little into it. You think yeah. maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he's, uh, he is definitely creepy no matter what he's in, but, um, yeah, he's you know, got that I, whole, like kind of soft spoken, uh, maybe a little too calm for a tense situation, super creepy off putting thing about him. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, Crosshair makes a valiant attempt to try to get out of there. He does, uh, he does get the restraints. He does take advantage of the guards not being well trained. That was one of my favorite part of the episodes was uh, even, you know, he's been tortured. He's drugged up. That's, you know, that's part of the torture droids deal as it comes at you with the syringe of whatever poison chemicals it pumps you full of. Yeah. Um, That was my my, my torture droid sound. (laughs) Even, uh, you know, even under duress like that, he still managed to snatch the blaster and pop off three shots in about a half a second. Um, You know, just call Mm -hmm. it muscle memory or skill or whatever, but he's he's nice with the blaster. And I think, I don't think it was a valiant effort. I think he achieved his goal. When she was saying, you can't get out, you're not going to be able to get out with my card you're still not going to be able to get out i think he knew that was true he was just trying to get a message to the bad batch and Mm -hmm. let them know that they were they're being hunted which was what ultimately he said plan 88 or plan yeah plan 88 so which is we're being hunted is what they said um Mm -hmm. and i think at that point crosshair didn't wouldn't know that they're aware of the fact that he's being held prisoner or anything like that. I think it was legitimately, he was just sending them a warning. Like they're looking for you, hide, run, whatever. Um, I think he kind of has accepted his fate at this point. Mm. Um, uh, and doesn't expect them to come for him. That was kind of his whole deal when they fell out in the first place, you know, as he felt like they left him behind. Uh, so now he has no expectation that they're going to come for him now, I would assume, but ultimately they are of course. And that's mm-hmm. how we're going to have their reconciliation. But I think his whole goal, you know, the whole point of what I'm saying is I think his whole goal was, I'm going to go send them a message so they can run and protect Omega. So I just need to get out of this room and I just need to get to a comm station because uh, he knew if he was really just trying to escape, he wouldn't have sent that message from there. He would have 
gotten out and then sent a message once he was out and, you know, at least mm-hmm. a little bit safe. Uh, I think that was because he would have figured somebody's monitoring it, right? Right, like or, he, he knows somebody's monitoring the transmission. Or at going very out here, least, so. that kind of stuff is like in the heart of mm. the ship. You know, it's not mm. on the way out. You don't pass it on the on the way to the exit. <laughs> you know, you, you got to go. I mean, to they don't it. put the comm station right, right by the front yes. door going <laughs> yes. in and out, right next to reception. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. I would. I would assume <laughs> yeah. not. Hi, sir. How can I help you? Like this lady just behind the desk and this dude behind the desk just helping people as they come in. Um, yeah, yeah. No, he, and it was interesting as he's like walking through the hall, the first time, like they're escorting him, you see him slowing down at every cell to kind of look and take inventory of who's in there. He's like, all right, so there's one in here. There's two more clones in here. These are all clones. Clearly something's going on. Right. See another, like, yes, look, not that you want to see things repeated, but every now and then, uh, if it's a hit, it's a hit, and the prisoner revolt, it really worked in Andor. Why not a clone prisoner revolt <laughs> here in the Bad Batch yes. as well? Yes. Um, you would have a lot of... Because uh, you still have some of those Republic commandos walking around there just doing their job, so they... Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're still like... I don't know what their programming like, is like, but... They're just well paid, so they're like, ah, oh, yeah, you know what? Orders are <laughs> orders. Got to get, <laughs> right. got to cash that paycheck. I got a clone family to support here, or what? Or uh, they're, uh, you know, they got they got that extra strong chip because they're in management. I don't, I don't know, but they do seem to be still kind of the only, some of the few clones still left in play there mm-hmm. in the empire yep. on the empire side. Yep. Um, you're right though. Like, I mean, why are they still doing it? Why haven't they flipped and sure. questioned the orders? And that's, that, I think, um, you know, when we go back for crosshair, that is a question. Like, are they, is there a chance they side with, you know, cause Gregor also, but he's, mm-hmm. you know, he is obviously on the side of the rebellion now, right? It's fair to say the rebellion, I guess. What he, he's defected yeah. early. Um, he's gone early, AWOL. Uh, iterations. Um, so it's possible, and and I wonder where where mm-hmm. they'll stand when it comes to because it seems to me we're leading up to the Bad Batch plus all these other clones with with Echo going in to get Crosshair. I can't imagine they're just going to run by all those clones. They're obviously going to let, <laughs> hey yeah, guys, yeah, sorry, maybe next sorry. time. So they're at, at very least going to try to bring them with them. So they're going to join the fight too. Then what happens with, you know, are, are they going to turn on their brothers? You know, the ones that are still, still fighting with the empire, they're working with the empire. Are they going to turn on their brothers? Or are they going to, is that going to be the, impetus for them to finally turn as well um be interesting to see or you know who knows could be totally wrong i I didn't write the episode maybe i'm way off and (laughs) it seems like what they're about to do either way it's it's leading to potentially a really really good conclusion to the season right fair to say like Nice. It's the the groundwork has been laid. You and I would both agree that that groundwork work could have been laid in like five less episodes. For sure, yeah. But the potential for it to be a great two part season 
ending thing is there. Um, yeah, I you know, still now that feel we know like what, if I go back and rewatch season one and two, I might skip five or six episodes of season season two, but it's still going to be a good story. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, and now that we know, we see kind of what rex and echo have been up to and who they've pulled in um now that they've got hauser who is clearly against doing what the empire wants him to do um we've got some we've got some uh, heavy hitters yeah i would say in uh in in the clone side here um i did like the the helmet i, I don't it was a fireball's helmet or nemec's helmet had that cool like I don't even know. It was like a swirl paint job kind of down the front of the yeah, face. They're, living, they're out here living their best sweet. lives, you know, not uh, just personalized paint jobs and mm-hmm. their own names and whatever. No, <laughs> no, no more rules. Uh, the, yep. the, not to be the, I, I mean, I, I guess it's a kid's show, so maybe you don't have to worry as much, but we are coming up on a season finale and there's a whole bunch of characters now. That we don't know what happens to him in the future. <laughs> like we we know Gregor's around later. He's good for yep. a while. Uh, other than that, are we about to- nobody's <laughs> yeah. nobody's super super safe. Um, I'm. I, you'd I hate mean, to I'm, see I Crosshair keep- go down at the end of his redemption arc here. Um, mm-hmm. But it could happen, or any of these clones. Really, uh, even I hate to say it, Echo. It could it could happen. Uh, you'd hate to see him yeah. die twice, but it's possible. I think the concern is the fact that the next episode is titled "The Summit," and the episode after that is called "Plan 99." And yeah. we all know Clone 99 basically <sighs> sacrificed himself to save Heavy and the well. rest of of yeah. D Squad, um, and it did not end well. So I think that's the concern is. Plan 99 is the sacrificial play for somebody and who that's going to be. And and I think I've, I know I've said this before on this show multiple times. Um, you can't move story forward if you don't lose key characters that are, that people attach themselves to. I think that's one of the most fundamental. It's not the only way, but it is one of the most fundamental ways to move a story forward and character development forward for those that remain because it sets them on paths in two different directions. And, and that's important for those characters for that next development of those characters. So in, in a case like Omega, in a case like, um, well, definitely you know, the rest of the bad batch at, at some yeah. point, if every character survives and gets to have a happy right. ending, then uh, there's no risk involved. There's, you know, we're exactly. just, I, I don't You're know not, what we're doing. Um, we're <laughs> it, well, I, like, I don't want to say it's not realistic, but it's not realistic, right? Not everybody always has a happy ending. And, and um, you know, like we've seen in, uh, Andor, Andor was a great example of that in the, to what you were talking about earlier in the prison break. They get to the top, they're finally free, they're ready to get out. And here's, um, uh crap i can't think of his name now um here's what's his name i i can't swim oh yeah what am i gonna do like i can't jump off that nobody's like gonna help me yet so so far 
Yep. Even though clearly in his announcement to everybody, like as they're running through the prison, he's like, if you see somebody struggling, pick them up, help them. Nobody like grabbed his arm and said, Hey, I got you. Come with me. I'll help you swim to the other side. Like, no, nobody did that to him. And I was like, Oh, that sucks. Um, but yeah, I, it's Kino Loy, by the way. Kino Loy. Thank you. Um, without that, that, you know, like there's a prime example of it. We got to the, we got to the end and he can't get out. He's stuck. And then, uh, you know, end of, of uh, Rogue One. Mm. It moved the story forward for the characters that were very kind of tertiary in the whole movie. Like Le- Leia's in the end, Vader's in the end. But outside of that, all the main characters in Rogue One are gone, um, except for Tarkin. Yep. So, toast. you know, toast. So, it, but it moved the story forward. That needle kept going. And that's what you need. And, I think for me anyway, that's what I need in good storytelling. So we'll see what plan 99 and the summit are all about in those two season con- uh, concluding episodes. Um, anything else in this episode that uh, really kind of stood out to you or anything that you enjoyed? Mm, no, I don't think so. I think that's about it. It was, I, it was a good episode. It was pretty straight yeah. to the point. Like I said, I would have loved to have had more audio because I think some of the dialogue was very good. I, the one thing I did stand out to, I love the, the ITO droid, the, mm. the torture droid. Mm. And if you notice as it comes in, it kind of like makes some beeping and warbles. It didn't just do the little it whirring the little sound like we saw in stuff. A yeah. New Hope. Um, but in Alphabet Squadron, we get a full talking one. Yeah. He was like, uh, reprogrammed. He was like a therapist droid mm-hmm. almost. Yeah, I loved I lo- ITO in um in uh, Alphabet Squadron. I thoroughly enjoyed um the character. It was just a, it was a, it was legitimately a character. Um and she has it she has the droid with her for pretty much most of um most of uh the series. So mm-hmm. but yeah. It has a sad ending like a lot of people in Alphabet Squadron. Um yeah. I thought I had one other thing, but then maybe I don't was definitely not the highest rated episode. That's all right. I was giving you time to think about it. (laughs) Um, It was definitely not the highest rated episode, but not terrible. I think it was like eight. It's like 8.4 on IMDb. Um, Outpost was a 9.2. And that is the highest of the season. Um, And then I think Pabu is the lowest at a, no, it is not the lowest actually. It was a 6.7. The lowest was entombed at a 6.2, which there's one of the episodes that you could, uh, was that the one with the giant like dinosaur thing with the master blaster laser out of its face? Yeah. Um, which I mean, if you're going to make an assault on Tantus, go back and get that giant robot thingy and, wait to turn it on on tantus like transport it over there drop it off turn it on and just run get some uh <laughs> get some armor from the other episode um make some of these one shots like oh, have the, a meaning here yep okay. hey we're we got a super weapon now we're gonna get the uh what is it? The big lizard. We're going to get the armor from it. I'm blanking on it. And then, too. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Zillow beast. Yeah, Zillow beast. Go. Got it. Um, God, see, this is what happens when you have too much star Wars in your brain. It's like you it put another new piece to, in and another thing pops out. Which sometimes it's it takes a minute to go through the Rolodex or whatever. 
Yes. Yes, exactly. So, um, but yeah, go get the super weapon, go get the heavy armor, put it on your ship and then just go back and destroy Tantus and free all the clones. Yeah. Boom. And then we'll be like, Oh, that's why they had those episodes. That'll be good. Yep. I'm looking forward yep, to when for they real, definitely so. do that. <laughs> we're, we're calling it right now. Cause remember yeah. we're scoopers with no facts behind anything here. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding, people. Just kidding. Except that dual finale anyway, thing was true. I was right about that. That's true. Yes. We do have two episodes this week, so tune in and watch. Well, if that's it for this episode, I say we wrap it up and yeah, let's get it. on let's, out of here. Let's go home. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. That was our recap of Season 2, Episode 14 of The Bad Batch, titled Tipping Point. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, Josh did a pretty good job of this last week, uh, pointing out all the social medias. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Outer Rim Beacon, we're all over the place. If you want to do an old school snail mail email. Yeah, um, not snail mail. We're not giving out anybody's (laughs) home address. No, no, no. Snail mail email, because that's like outdated now. Um, (laughs) You can reach us at outerrimbeacon at gmail.com. Um, you can find it, you know, anywhere you listen to podcasts, go out there, like, rate, subscribe. My name's Justin. You can find me on Twitter at I am the Bendu. Kyle, where can they find you? I am KB underscore legend on social media. Nice. See, he did it well. He he handled it nicely. He's pro professional, consummate professional, Josh. Look at this. See, I'm not on the show. I get ripped on. I'm on the show. I'm throwing out compliments left and right. What is this here? <sighs> Heavy is the head that wears the crown, Justin. I don't know what to yeah. tell you. <laughs> so I'm the king, huh? I'm the king. I got it. I got it. Anyway, everybody, have a great and safe week. Um, get out, do something Star Wars-y, and may the Force be with you. Always.